Welcome, everybody, and welcome back to The Place. This is our second podcast of this year, and we're back, um, not with an incredible amount of gaming news, more tech news, really, than anything. We have, like, I think one gaming news thing that we can talk about immediately, and I think we'd have to dig if we wanted to find anything else, but as always, I'm your host, Dr. Keck. Hello. Wonderful introduction. <laughs> and I'm Deceptive Brownie, the piece of shit that this poor man has to deal with every week. Uh, you're just you're just built to give me sass today, aren't you? No, somebody has to. And sass seemed kind of out of it, so I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm helping her out. There's a quota that needs to be met. Listen, somebody has to do this. Fair. Um so yeah, uh not too much has happened in the past week besides us also missing the the, the day that we're normally supposed to record. <laughs> Yeah, to be fair, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep due to construction going on above me, which thankfully is not happening right now. You were just kind of out of it in general, so we just decided, let's wait a day. Yay. Make sure we actually have the energies to do this. And I had a burp. Um, yeah, no, there's definitely that sort of like de-stressing time right after the holidays that's going on. But during that time, we get to see uh, the wonderful nature of CES unfold. As well as the most recent news, as of like literally hours ago, that I found out about Street Fighter Five. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to touch that one yet, because yeah, I yeah, f- we'll mm. we'll stick with CES for the moment. Yeah, we'll stick we'll we'll stick with that one for for a bit. Um, so with CES, we got a whole bunch of tech news, a lot of really really cool tech news. Um, you know, of course, we had. I think the most gaming related thing that we can go on like immediately is the disappointment that was the PlayStation 5 <laughs> at CES. We'll take the 4 and turn it into a 5. My Genius. Favorite, my favorite bit about that though, my absolute favorite bit about that is they took the 4 and made it a 5 and someone actually brought up the logos from the past years and the only one that looks different is the PlayStation 2. Mhm. The PlayStation 2, or the PlayStation 1 and 2, but the PlayStation 1 and 2, and then the PlayStation 3, 4, and 5 have the same font and basic logo. Same font, same design, the only difference, there's a 3, there's a 4, there's a 5, that's it. That's it. It's kind of hilarious that they they had to make this special announcement about the new logo. Someone got paid a lot of money for that. Yeah. Someone, someone in their fucking, someone paid a designer to make that logo. There's people out here who are making Twitch emotes and logos on a regular basis for like twenty to thirty dollars, upwards of fifty. And that guy got paid a fucking yearly salary. <laughs> that dude got paid a yearly salary for looking at a logo that already existed, replacing one thing, and changing nothing about it. <laughs> I still love the fucking tweet I sent you for that one. We oh, did God. it. <laughs> you push oh, two that was buttons. The best thing ever. You push the delete button and the five button. Uh it was ridiculous. And like the only other thing they had to say on it was we have exclusives on the way with all of our internal, you know, game development companies. And here's some specs, which you already knew because they were leaked fucking months ago 
Oh my god. They better fucking like let loose with that on the next event they go to. Because I swear to God, if I have to wait to E3 to see what the hell that thing is, what it looks like, and all that shit, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. Though, to be fair, even with all of the nothing that Sony brought to the table, they still did more than Intel did. (sighs) Intel. That bombshell of a presentation. I just I'm not love, even sure we could call it a presentation. It was just a shit show. I love how literally, I think it was like 20 minutes of, I think it was the CEO of Intel or whatever. I forget I forget who it was. All I know is his name was Bob. Yeah. Um, it's on stage and he basically repeated himself four times without a minimum of four times. I guess another, it's one thing to like reassure this is what we're about in between different presentations you know like amd will do it every once in a while or many other companies will do it every once in a while where they like oh hey we want to bring this to the table you know this year it was about this and then they'll like show off a new tv and how it all pieces together quite literally this year um we're not getting into that yet (laughs) and um you know, all that stuff. And then they'll come back and they'll bring back to that that main, you know, presenter and they'll reiterate on that. Like, you know, this is how we're trying to piece this together. This is like one of the main steps. But no, no, he said it like five times before they showed anything. <laughs> he, he said it five times. He said the exact same thing five times. Mentioned a bunch of shit that didn't mean anything to anyone and didn't explain any of it. Mm-hmm. And then brought on a different presenter who didn't talk about anything that he had just said. That guy was talking about, like, AI. He was talking about, like, artificial intelligence stuff from the company they literally just bought. Like, the last acquisition they made. And mm-hmm. then they turn around and walk into somebody else and go, so how about sports? How about them sports balls? Like, I get it. Intel is not just a CPU company targeted at gamers and content creation and stuff like that. Like, I get it. They They want to put their market in other things. They make stuff like you know dual band internet and uh you know they have obtain a whole bunch of other stuff all right and well we all understand that and we all recognize that like i have an ssd by them it was the consumer electronic show (laughs) and they did not talk to the consumers no they at all they they really didn't even show up too much about consumers. At least the people that I was watching didn't didn't even last to the point where they talked about what the consumers were getting because I think they were about to talk about some of their processors at one point and everyone went Sony started were going there. Yep, everybody did it. Though the one the one good thing I did see from Intel and this is actually going back to what Bob, the CEO, whoever the fuck he was at the beginning, kept talking about AI. Mm-hmm. They did actually have a presentation showing what that AI was doing in association with, um, I think it was Red Cross. Yeah. And like how that AI was helping them to map um, territories that were currently like not access, not accessible to GPS and things of that nature. So that way, you know, first responders could have an easier time helping in disaster situations which was really cool but again consumer electronic show yeah that that does not pertain to consumers and they didn't turn it around to try and make it pertain to consumers it was just like why are you a consumer that is currently dealing with a flash flood we're working on it (laughs) (laughs) 
there was no way to spin that in a consumer light. That was very like, this is stuff we're working on. All right, cool, but what else? Like, it, it I, seemed... It was so business-oriented, and I get it. Like, Intel is that um, company. They have a lot of stock in a bunch of different businesses and everything like that. But again, it was the consumer electronic show. Why did you spend 40 minutes talking to your businesses when you probably already did that? Like, I get it. I, I get where they were coming from. I get where they were trying to do. But why was it all that? Because I just, I, just to double check, I looked up what they showed. And no one's talking about anything but that. Literally everything announced at, at uh, CES 2020 with Intel is AI, VR, and folding laptops. Not to mention everybody who's sitting there saying, screaming the same thing I was, which is, what the fuck is the edge? Which I did finally look up what it was, and it didn't make sense. It doesn't? No, it does not. It, it's like, it's a self-procured server of some kind. Like, I, I, I can't even explain what the fuck it's supposed to be. <sighs> Intelligent edge. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. Either way. Yeah, sure, Intel's doing their thing. But while they are kind of sitting complacent on the CPU market, though I'm pretty sure I think this year they're kind of like, we don't have anything yet. Because their 10th their tenth generation came out not too long ago, if I remember correctly. Cause Was it their 10th generation? Yeah. Icy Lake? Oh, yeah, that is the 10th. Okay, yeah. Because Icy Lake came out fairly recently. Or Ice Lake. Icy Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I see Lake sounds kind of Lake. I see Lake does sound kind of stupid, but <laughs> but Ice Lake came out September. Yeah, no, they're not gonna have anything to show right away. <laughs> not a chance. So they, they just developed something the last few months. Like they're not gonna have anything till almost mid this year. They they push something mid this year, so we're not gonna see anything for that until like summer. And AMD walked on stage and went, oh, by the way, here's our last Threadripper part for third generation. By the way, fourth generation's on the way. It's in laptops right now. And everyone went, what? Mm -hmm. Laptops that will be available to you, what, as of the end of this month? I don't know, actually. I'd have to look that up. I, I could have swore they stated um, on stage when it was going to be available. I can't uh, remember if that was the graphics cards or the laptops, though. Uh, I know the graphics card is, as it is almost said this year. <laughs> <laughs> This month, I know the graphics card. Wrong. I know the graphics card was coming out like later this month, but I think the yeah. U processors, the U and the H processors, I think. Uh, uh, launch date 1 6 2020. Two days ago. Uh, I don't know if there's any current. Uh, okay. Um. Can we see a laptop with that right now? Because I know Asus has one, supposedly. Mm -hmm. uh, AMD 4000 laptop. Da, 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 da. Didn't they also have a Dell laptop as well presented? Or was that with a different CPU? think that there was a Dell laptop one. Because I remember they brought out two completely different laptops. Yeah. Uh, the G4. Oh yeah, that's the other thing that Intel did. We made a laptop. Alright, what's special about it? It doesn't have a keyboard. Oh yeah, that was Dell. You made a tablet. That that <laughs> that was that was Dell, the the, the two screens one. Yeah. Yeah, the that was two Dell. screen laptop with no keyboard. That fucking mm. That was Dell. It was Dell? That was Dell. I'm upset. <laughs> I hate him more. See, weirdly enough, um 
Like they, they put that out. It's weird. It's really weird. But I will tell you right now, um, at least from the coverage that people have had with it since, seems to be in a actually all right light. Like it's not apparently all that bad. Okay. Well, I mean, touchscreen technology has been getting like increasingly better. So well, I mean, that's it, not it, it a huge surprise. Kind of has to when everyone's phone runs on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, if there's any problems, you definitely have to fucking make it a big deal. Yeah. Um, I just, oh God, it terrifies me the thought of having two screens sitting on top of each other. Yeah. Like, I don't even like the idea of closing a screen on top of a keyboard. I mean, to be fair on that one, like, the glass to begin with for most phones like i've been able to kick my phone across a fucking parking lot and it's fine so you know i'm not well, too worried true. about it's it. it's not like it's made out of apple product yeah i'm not too worried about it it's particularly just like what's the was like i can't think of the use case for it and that's probably just because you know it's it's not a it's not a game centric thing it's more of a business it's a creation business and creation centric thing so yeah i'm pretty sure there's plenty of like business centric shit you can do with it that like it, it's beyond you and me at this point right because that's not where our business really is um particularly like you know mine's audio and video and mm -hmm. sometimes doing both of them live um you know like it seems to be that's where mine is so eh. um but yeah, I'm. I, I've I've looked this thing up and it doesn't. It, I don't have a date for when it launches supposedly. So, interesting. Because uh, remember, it was the it was this really interesting laptop with like a customizable back. Yeah, it had the LED lights. It had the back LED lights, and there's a ton of them too. And apparently, that's an add-on package, so you can actually buy it without that. Oh, okay. Which is cool. Um, you can get it in like gray, white, or just you know, without that. It still has like gray, the, white, or fuchsia. It like it has it's just gray or white, but like um, oh, it actually sad. still has the dots for it, so you can you know it's that laptop, but it yeah. it's a add-on feature. Which to be fair, I don't care about it, so I wouldn't get it. <laughs> but tech specs wise, it's it's a pretty good fucking pretty good machine considering considering everything. Um, for being a portable fucking machine of that caliber, yeah, it's got. It's got some good shit in it. Eight cores, 16 threads, you know, you can get a 2060 or 1660, um, you know, quite a bit of RAM, up to 32 gigabytes of RAM. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a damn good machine. Like, when they brought it on stage, there's a reason people were like, yay! It's, uh, um... <sighs> it's a small fucking computer to have that much power behind it. And to think, it, it, they're only going to get smaller. I hate that this is a thing. At the same time, I love it. Um, so this is the Asus Zephyrus G14. When is this launching? So, uh, release date. When does this? When does this go live? Slated to launch in the first half of 2020. So basically, in the next few months. <laughs> By June. Yeah. Actually, I think it's before that. I think it's before May. So, as of May, whatever. So very latest, still. That's um, that's a good fucking lineup to have in a laptop, and especially something to be absolutely ridiculous with, uh, with um, uh, AMD and Nvidia under the same hood, giving that much of like production work, 
because like if you're going hardcore production work you're you're pairing amd with nvidia at that point amd cpu uh, nvidia fucking graphics card you're getting shit done (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're getting shit done that's just how it is and considering that the previous zephyrus i think it's the the g15 which i think was the last year's model was a four core eight thread ryzen 7 with a 1660 ti mm-hmm. yeah you could probably run circles around that fucker um yeah because the other thing that they showed is you know along with the laptop and the announcement of the cpus they actually showed like yeah this is how our cpus have been doing against our competitors in you know server computers and here's what our new one's going to do. And the bar was so big, they decided to stretch it across two screens and show just how big of a fucking, like, percentile gap it was. That was Threadripper. That was Threadripper. That was but, um, ridiculous. It was stupid to see the the leaps and bounds that that fucking CPU lineup did. Okay. To be fair on that front, as I said previously, as we were talking with Weldon uh, before we did this, um, the fact that that part is capable of competing in AMD's display beating, but we'll see what the actual real world tests like, you know, when they get into consu- the consumers and reviewers hands, what they actually produce, because there's always a little bit of discrepancy here and there. Yeah. Um, but the fact that they are projecting like those numbers off of a part, that's a $4,000 part versus parts that are $20,000. How? How is Intel sitting here going, this is fine. I honestly, if I was Intel CPU division, I would be burning the place down because at this point you'd need to restructure that entire processor lineup. You can't run the same fucking architecture anymore. Like you have to reinvent the wheel for Intel because it feels like AMD did. And that's why they're winning now. They found a completely different architecture. They decoupled the cores from each other. They were able to push it into completely different, uh, as they call them, CCXs. And it works better, especially in productivity. The thing that, you know, basically Intel's been trying to push for a long time. Like, yeah, they had gamers under their belt and most consumers under their belt. But that wasn't really the market they were trying to, like, whoa with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's... The people who understand tech that are in that market of like the consumer lineup, but it's the high-end desktop and up that Intel really, really tries to like make the core counts matter, you know, milk every dollar out of, make sure you, you know, like these people are taken care of, because they were the, you know, that those are the ones that are like seriously looking for serious performance, and that's what Intel's calling card used to be, and now AMD's basically walked up and went, yo, here's performance, better than that, by the way, I'll take half of the money that you have in your hand right now, not all of it. <laughs> yeah, AMD decided to walk up and say, yeah, no, we could have stepped on your toes, but instead we're just going to kneecap you. Yeah. So the fact that they're still doing it, and they're now doing, they, not only did they do it in the consumer lineup, they did it in the high-end desktop lineup, and then they had the gall to go after the server lineup, the laptop lineup, and now that that on that Intel announced that they're going into mini PCs, turned around and went that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It still makes me laugh. The AMD was just like, "Oh, hey, mini PCs? We could do that." Like they they didn't like Ryzen when it first came out. People were like, "Yes, it's finally comparable." And when AMD heard that people wanted competition, it's like a- whoever was the fucking marketing manager 
and like like the researcher for AMD turned around, looked at um I forget her name. She's the CEO. She's a she seems to be a very kind lady, but like turned around, looked her dead in the face, and went, "Beat Intel. That's all they want. <laughs> Beat them the fuck up." And that's basically been their prerogative from this point on. Is like, okay, better, 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 and they've been knocking this shit out. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had an AM the fucking FX uh, eighty three fifty in my computer before I built the one that I have now. And I was kind of jealous of the performance that other people were getting on Intel. And now I don't have to be jealous anymore. <laughs> I can run AMD with such a proud flag that it's actually, it's actually kind of struggling to find the right word. Um, it feels good, don't it? It feels really good, but it's it's almost like <sighs> not somber. Like it brings a tear to my fucking eye. Like it, it's it it's a sense of just like I don't want to say validation because it's not like I I made the right choice all along because eighty through fifty still sucks. Oh yeah, no, it, it's I I know the word you're looking for isn't satisfaction. Yeah, but it's um. God damn it! I yeah I I know it's now that now that you're like I know it I'm gonna what was it. <laughs> I was like, it was on the tip of my tongue, and now it's somewhere off in fucking Canada. Yeah, it's, it's but, uh, definitely an aware. Uh, it's just, it's gratifying. Yeah, it's, it's wow. F- fucking Keck and Brownie take a long time to remember a single word that is used all the time. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um. Like it, it was, it was just kind of gratifying to see AMD come back so hard, and take what the missteps that they took with the FX series, and how people wanted actual competition, wanted a answer to Intel, especially at that time when they made it, when they launched Ryzen, at a time where Intel was kind of they're, they're kind of being assholes. Mm-hmm. Like this is at a, this this is the time when uh, they were cutting their PCIe lanes, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it, it's it's doubly for me on that sense because I've been running AMD since twenty since oh nine. Fair. Like when I first built my computer because you know <laughs> a budget of five hundred dollars. Yeah. But um. It, it was just a really nice uh, feeling when they came out with the Ryzen series, especially once they announced Threadripper, because it was just one of those things of like AMD has always pushed for performance and quality without having to sacrifice price. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to go broke to get a computer that will run and run well. Yeah. It may not be the highest end of everything, but it'll do the job and it will do the job for the next few years. I currently have a processor in my computer that, if it doesn't die in the next 10 years, will continue to work. Oh, yeah, very well. Or I have a... That's an amazing feeling for me. I have a processor in my, in my computer that I've had for the past two years. It's been sitting in my computer for two years, and to this day, still holds up very well. The replacements definitely do a lot better, but if, if what I'm doing right now, like in all honesty... With the stuff that I'm doing right now, I don't necessarily need to upgrade my stuff. I'm a techie, so I like to anyways. 
<laughs> but I don't need to. Like, I can sit at this level and, like, if I was just gaming and watching videos and, you know, making just this podcast, I wouldn't need anything more than this for a long while. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of nice to know that, like, the money that I spent, which was, like, $160, I think, when I bought it. Because mm-hmm. it was it's the 1700 the R7-1700. That's an, that's an A, <laughs> not an R, brain. <laughs> um, <laughs> the A-1700. Yeah, the, the 1700, not even the fucking X. Uh, it was so... It was more than that, actually. Way more than that. Maybe more than it now, but, like, at the time, it really wasn't that much. I can buy the 2700 for fucking 150 But, like... I didn't spend that much, and it was doing exactly what I needed it to do. I wasn't getting the same frame rates as fucking Intel chips, sure, but I was streaming better than they were. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, like, to me, that immediately was like, yeah, I like this. And now that I've gotten into video editing, actually knowing the difference, like, if I went with the Intel chip at the time, oh, my God. It would have hurt. Yeah, it would have. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, even as we were talking about it uh, earlier, like, you asked me about when it comes to rendering videos, how fast can I do it? And I told you, like, if I'm running full quality at 1080p, it will render real time. Yeah, because (laughs) you're running a fucking Threadripper, you fucking (laughs) madman. I am running a Threadripper. The thing is... Like the jackass I am. You're you're a heathen that's running a fucking Threadripper while your internet is poo-poo garbo. (laughs) I know, and I'm sad. <laughs> oh, we need to get you fucking better internet at one point, because if you can... I need to move. Like, when it, when you move and get better internet, we're fucking making... We're setting up a stream for you. Hell, we can even just fucking make videos. I'd be happy with doing that right now. But again, I'd still have to set things up. Anyway. Not hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Again, it's just looking at how far Ryzen by itself has come. Oh, yeah. Not to mention what they're doing with Threadripper. AMD pulled their head out of their ass. Easily. Set their sights right and have now begun to hit so hard in the market. It's honestly surprising that Intel is sitting there just being like, we're still top of the board. Because the only thing they have in the pocket right now is AI. With how much they're talking about it. And that's if it's as good as they claim it to be. AMD's making a good push. And it's going to end up in a business point. I don't even think Intel even understands. Like, like in in the way, I I don't think they understand how minimal people think about AI when it comes to consumers right now. Mm -hmm. A lot of people like AI. You know, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of you know, bigger heads in different companies doing, you know, electronic cars, self-driving cars, all that sort of stuff. They're talking about yeah. AI, but most of the common consumer has no idea what the fuck's going on with it. They're not going to notice a lot of shit. Um, yeah. A lot of the business partners like- definitely would. But when it comes to their CPU side, Intel knows. And the thing that they, the reason why we know, they know that AMD is stomping all over their ground is how much AMD's market share made up in the last few years within the moment Ryzen dropped because mm. suddenly Ryzen dropped and in the first generation there was people there was Twitch streamers influencers who 
full on officially said, yeah, I'm going to Ryzen. The moment the numbers were out and people realized that it was stable, like, like realized that it was stable, especially for content creation, they're like, yeah, we're going over there. It's just better, better, you know, bang for the buck, everything. All right. And they started moving in that direction. That was on first gen. And now we're on third. And it's knocked shit so far out of the park by comparison to first gen. <laughs> and like the thing that blew everyone's mind was first gen was 14 nanometer if i remember correctly i think that's right yeah um i can go to their website it'll just say they think they're not fucking private about this shit they're like oh hey look at this stuff we've we've got a we got new processors we got eight cores you know 16 threads all this sort of stuff 65 watt tdp which everyone went huh because my a350 was i think 120 yeah so i literally was dealing with um i was literally dealing with like half of the tdp of just amd's rated tdp because there's the whole discussion right now of how um tdp really isn't measured very well it isn't really an accurate mm -hmm. representation but that's besides the point but 14 nanometer was first generation holy shit well second came along and i think that one was 12 I think it, I think it was uh, 12 nanometer. It was like a small improvement, and then they like try to make sure everything else worked fairly well. Like everything was like mm. just an improvement on first gen, and a lot of it came down to like, you know, yeah, it was 12 nanometer. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, we did we went to 12, and you know, uh, RAM became like the you know RAM clock speed became a bit better, and you know the 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 base clocks and the boost clocks became higher and the cache was better. And it's just like how the whole process interacted seemed better. And then they were like, Oh yeah, it's 12. Okay, cool. And you know, until eventually it's just like, Oh, we got a 10 nanometer. And then rising comes out and just, yeah, it's our seven. And everyone went, what? <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, it's seven. It's seven it. nanometer. We went from like our first release, which is considered Zen one. Zen two is the, is rising 3000. Zen Plus is 12 nanometer. So from 1 to 2, they went from 14 to 7. And everyone turned their head and went, you what? <laughs> everyone was already turning their heads when they did, um, uh, what was it? Fucking Radeon 7? Yeah, the Radeon 7. Like 7 nanometer. So, like everyone was like, they did 7 nanometer. Granted, AMD's GPU side, I want them to do good, but goddamn it. They, they're just not pushing for the right things. Like it's gotten better. It has gotten much better, substantially better. Um, ever since they started messing around with the uh, R R series, like the R seven, R nine, things of that nature. Yeah. And when they came out with the Fury, which was the beta card that had a stupidly high fucking like clock rate on the RAM. Yeah. Of like four thousand or something like that, but. Ever since that, and they like moved on to the Vega series, and now they've got the new series that's coming out this year that I can't remember the name of. Oh, there's the RX. Um, it's like the RS, uh, RX 5600, 5700, 5300, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, the RX series. Like Now that they're going back to that, like it, it, it's a good series. It just doesn't compare to like top of the line when you look at NVIDIA. Yeah, because... So. As like as we were talking about before we, we started this podcast again with Weldon, um, mm. it was that like while AMD is making 
strides in making their performance better, their drivers better, because that was the main complaint that people had with AMD's graphics was that their drivers really weren't as good. Like, they're not terrible, but they definitely had some faults. And some of them actually outright just didn't work, especially with their yeah. past few launches. They had some some graphics that just... <sighs> but... Yeah, some of their drivers just... Yeah, but we have... Like on on the CPU side, Intel grew complacent to the point where, you know, as I mentioned, they were cutting out PCIe lanes. You know, the thing that you need to run your shit, your graphics card takes up 16 of those fuckers. Now, you can, you can argue the difference between 16 and 8 lanes for a graphics card is kind of a small difference. Like, it's a like 2 to 5% dip in frames, so it's really not that big of a deal. But comparatively, with the fact that we're getting M.2, you know, SSDs that are NVMe and rely on, I think it's two to four lanes on top mm-hmm. of what else do you want to put in your computer? I've got a fucking capture card in mine. I kind of would like to use that. So to have basically, I think at one point it was like the consumer level chips for for Intel were only getting like 16 lanes. So you had enough to run a graphics card. I, and I think like some of them maybe got 20 and that was it. Um, it was ridiculous. They were doing it on the, the high end desktop as well. And then AMD comes out and they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, our our first series of, of processors gives you like, I think it was almost three times the amount. And that definitely rocked Intel pretty hard when everyone's like see amd is giving you all these lanes why is intel not and intel's like "Mm, well our reasoning just went out the window because our competitor's doing better (laughs) well shit um i'm trying to remember where exactly like it said the pcie lanes because it was pretty fucking crazy and they don't really throw it up on their um their normal spec sheets on their website because not many people look at that they look at the version but they don't really see like how many lanes there are so, but that was at that time where people were really concerned with Intel at that point because they're like, are we getting a different, you know, technology or whatever? And it got ridiculous. Um, it's 2014. Uh, I forget exactly, uh, exactly what it was, but like they went from like 40, 40 lanes down to 28 lanes. They cut almost half of them out. And people were people were getting pissed. People were getting pissed. And AMD came back and went like, yeah, we have all the PCIe lanes, actually more. <laughs> and everyone was just like, they're king now. <laughs> we needed the PCIe lanes more than we needed the processing power. So even if they don't have like the best, fuck it, let's go over there. And then it turned out they actually had a decent processor. Mm-hmm. But that's where Intel was being complacent and kind of like fucking the industry over. Well, you can't really say the same. The, the same. I, su- I suddenly had a lisp. The the same thing about Nvidia. As much as like, they definitely seem to operate a bit more in that like, they do have that like we're the top of the industry look, because well, they are. <laughs> um, they don't necessarily take it for granted. There's areas where they do, because let's be honest, the twenty series cards was a little like the fuck, and then super. The super edition of those cards is also very what, but you know from 
the uh the ninth series to the tenth series the jump in in power in that one was f- fucking ridiculous and then we got the 20 the 20 series which the main selling point was real-time ray tracing which most games have not adopted which is sad because it's i mean even the tech youtubers looked at it and went it's kind of a it's kind of a reason to inflate the price despite the fact there's no one that's using it yeah but the fact that it's still kind of pushing the industry into doing real-time ray tracing the two consoles that are coming out now we've got the playstation 5 and the xbox one already confirmed to have ray tracing stuff on board so that means that ray tracing is just going to be a thing now so congrats nvidia you pushed the rest of the industry to do ray tracing now it's going to be a thing because just about everything that is coming out i would not be surprised if halo infinite has it considering that's coming way later in the year and going to be on the new xbox console yeah so like everything's going to be running it now because now it's just expected because all the consoles are doing it so now we have that and we're going to be getting the next generation of cards from nvidia which means they're going to be trying pushing the performance for ray tracing and when nvidia pushes performance they don't slack <laughs> they they actually seem to give a shit about pushing their performance it seemed to be the last generation was more about making something standardized than it was about pushing performance so as much as i really really want amdd 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 i really want amd to push themselves to be on a better level for graphics i really think nvidia is not going to be something they can actually topple but in a way i don't want them to topple them i want them to sit side by side and be able to like have that friendly match of graphics you know because i kind of want the market to be in a very competitive field right now because i feel like if nvidia had a competitor that could actually like hold their own against them and amd was capable of doing that we'd be getting pretty good products year after year Mm -hmm. and some really cool shit year after year and we're almost getting that (laughs) we're getting close we're getting real close actually so yeah it'd be good to see um more of that yeah because like at this point what i think everyone's waiting for because like at this point we're cheering on amd i think everyone in the cpu industry in the computing industry is cheering on amd for their cpus what we're waiting for is what happens when intel finally gets the head out of their ass (laughs) because when that happens the competition is going to get serious and it's going to get good because when competition gets good cpus get even better Mm -hmm. and i can't wait for that day because intel is i think starting to figure it out (laughs) they had a lot of problems because they tried to do 10 nanometer before zen plus was a thing and it failed so many times yeah like the amount of failures they had with 10 nanometer was so ridiculous that like i'm pretty sure by the time it failed the second time they're like we're we're gonna be fucked for a few years on this side (laughs) we're we're gonna put a cap on this idea and come back to it they got it working because that's what ice lake is ice lake is their 10 nanometer but you got amd that's already down to seven so where does fourth where where does fourth gen come are we going down to five i swear to god if we go down to five (laughs) Why stop? Push it for three. We need three nanometer. <laughs> at what point do you stop getting, like, like at, w- at what point does it is, is it no longer, like, we can't make this any smaller? I just, huh. So I went to look at their specs for the 4800H and U. Mm-hmm. There's listings here all the way down to their uh, 4300U. 
Really? Yep. Oh. And let me tell you right now, from what I'm seeing, mm-hmm. the 4300U is the only one that's not at 4 gigahertz. Really? Yeah. Is it unlocked? Uh, good question. I th- thought most of Ryzen was right off the bat. I don't know if that's the same for their um, uh, for their desktop, not desktop, their, their laptop processes. Yeah, that's uh, that's the thing. Is like, laptops are usually a little finicky when it comes to that. So that's why I decided, you know, it might be a good idea to ask. Because if it is unlocked, I mm. it I don't know. Doesn't necessarily say if it is unlocked or not. Considering normally how AMD has worded it is the only time it's not unlocked is when we tell you. <laughs> yeah, if they're not saying. So, it's kind of kind That'll of be interesting. I imagine that their laptop processors probably aren't unlocked, but I wouldn't be surprised by that. But considering you're getting up to four four point two gigahertz on one of them, um, <laughs> you really don't. Need I don't think you really to need unlocked. to unlock them, considering you know yeah. ten to twenty five watt ish area like that's kind of ridiculous mm-hmm. um and the 4800 40 the 4800u and all of those ones um all the fourth series ryzen for specifically laptops r7 nanometer which is pretty fucking insane all things considered because that means the power efficiency on those fuckers are ridiculous <laughs> oh yeah considering the difference between the 4800U versus the 48, uh, 4800H is as large of a, of a TDP gap as it is. 15 watt versus 45. And all the other ones are 15 watt. Yeah, yeah, that that makes a good bit of a difference. Mm-hmm. And you know that wattage difference really is? Base hmm. clock, from the looks of it. The base clock of the U is 1.8. The base clock of the H is 2.9. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty fucking good. Oh, the, uh, the, there's a 5H as well. That's also 45. And that is at 3 gigahertz with a boost up to 4. 6 cores, 12 threads in a fucking laptop. <sighs> blows my fucking mind, man. Mm-hmm. It blows my fucking mind. Like, continuously blows my fucking mind that this is a thing that we're getting. That laptops are finally unlocked from 4 cores. <laughs> and, like, in reasonable fucking power usage yeah it's not like your battery is going to drain in like an hour yeah what did they say like a 10 hour long battery they life? say okay they always market it as like 10 hours and ends up being like fucking six or seven but still <laughs> okay that's six or seven on fucking 12 threads yeah that's ridiculous the, okay the thing that gets me is the six to 12 core and the eight to 16 core are supposedly the same wattage and then you have the like the other ones that are all like 15 or, like, I think it's supposed to be, like, 10 to 20-something. But still, mm-hmm. like, what was the 4800U? Because this, this all comes with graphics built into it as well. So that it's 10 to 25. Still, what's, what's the best Intel's got on these these things? Like, Intel um, uh, mobile CPUs. Not mobile, because they actually think make, like, mobile phone CPUs. Um, mm-hmm. Like, well, what does Intel have on this shit? It's because, like, this shit's ridiculous. Now that's something I really want to see. I want to watch AMD just make a fucking 8-thread CPU for a mobile device. Okay, so we have the... They have their 10th generation that's in, uh, you know, current 
laptops that are being shipped and whatnot. And you have 10 nanometer, 4 to 8. There's They have... Intel has one i7 that's 6 to 12. Technically three, but still. They have three SKUs that are 6 mm -hmm. to 12. Awesome. You got six first. How about eight? <laughs> but, like, as far as, you know, it's like, oh, they have this sort of power and threads and when they were released in nanometers because only one of them is 10. Only one of them is 10 nanometer. Are the rest higher? The rest are lower. We're not lower. Like, oh. They, the rest aren't as good. Let's put it that way. All right, fair enough. Like the rest of them are like fourteen, and and up. And it's like yeah. okay, but I'm looking for like wattage. Like they only have one i7 that's actually their tenth generation. They have a few of them that are. They have only a handful of their tenth generation that are ten nanometer. What the hell? Intel, did you have to make things this confusing? <laughs> Intel didn't think that through. So, I'm trying to find, like, their wattages, because I just want to see, like, wh what their projected wattages is. I know there's a difference, but still, it doesn't, like, I'm not finding a ton on it, and it's, it's getting ridiculous. Like, it's, it's getting insane to, like, I'm going to have to look up one very specifically, aren't I? Let's see. Um... Ah, so they do have a new, like, thing that they're trying to make. It's called Tiger Lake. So we actually have an idea of what Intel's trying to do. Okay. And it's it's 10 nanometer. <laughs> okay. So it's not competing. Got it. <laughs> um, all right. Whatever. I'm just trying to find, I'm just trying to find wattage for a fucking laptop CPU. They don't want to tell you though. If they told you, you'd know. Okay, let's let's go to the comparison charts real quick. Let's let's compare their i7. Let's go to their SKU number, which is the i7. <sighs> I hate this name so much. The i7 1065G7. <laughs> All right. Ah, their TDP is also 15 watts currently. Hmm. Okay. So. You you can get a 15 watt four core eight thread base clock of 1.3 gigahertz to a max turbo of 3.9. Ow, ow. Yeah. Wasn't the um point of Intel for the longest time their boost? They're not their boost clocks, but their 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 clock speed. Yeah. So why are they underperforming? Ooh. Because again. Base frequency of 1.3. And, and, and I get it. These these guys have been out for a few months. And the AMD ones are coming. But the AMD ones are coming very soon. And they're hitting 1.8 base with a 15 watt part. With a 15 watt part. Same rated watt as yours. And everything below that. Hell, one step below it. The Ryzen 7 4700U which is eight cores, eight threads. So you're not getting 16 threads, but you're still getting more cores than you are on an Intel chip currently. You're just getting more than what Intel is getting right now. Also a 15 watt part. It has actually two gigahertz and you're at 1.3 base and your highest boost is 3.9 when these guys are pulling 4.2, 4 to 4.2. Ryzen's 
4300U, which is four cores, four threads. You have four more threads than they do. I was still pulling double your clock speed base until you need to go back to the drawing board. Stop with the architecture you've been printing constantly in smaller form factors. Rebuild it. Please. I know it takes a lot, but you're losing. And you're losing hard. Six cores, six threads, 2.3 gigahertz. <laughs> Their baseline, uh, AMD's baseline processor, which you only have, what, four more, four more threads then, is basically running circles around your single core performance in most cases. More than likely. The fuck. <laughs> the fuck happened to the almighty Intel? Because their, their processor lineup on mobile seems to be getting a kick to the teeth. As you've said multiple times at this point, they got complacent. They really did. And they got way too used to just sitting on top and being able to shit out nothing and get away with it. And now AMD is saying no. Ah, this is ridiculous. This is getting ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know how to... I want to, like... I want competition, but jeez. Yeah, none of these... Like, none of these. One of them. One of them is rated at 1.8 and can get and can turbo up to 4.9. This is ridiculous. This is. This makes me sad, actually. <laughs> like, I feel bad for the guy who has to run this show who knows they need to do something and then just probably isn't because the projected roadmaps that have already been, like, completed and are mm -hmm. being worked on that they can't do anything about for a little bit when AMD basically stopped making processors for what what was it i want to say like five years because there's a long while between the fx series and ryzen because the fx series of processors came out like i bought my 8350 2012 2010 somewhere in that area like <sighs> I, I i don't remember do you remember when these things came out um Shit. AMD FX launched on March 2011. Was it that early? Yeah, yeah. About nine years ago sounds yeah. right. Nine years ago. And they were 32 to 28 nanometer. Mm -hmm. And their successor was Ryzen, which came out 2017. Six-year gap. There was a six-year gap where AMD did not make anything. And came back so fucking hard. Holy shit. <laughs> Intel, I think you might need to pull that maneuver for a little bit. Because, like, don't get me wrong. When Ryzen first launched, there definitely was a problem with, like, early adoption. But that went away pretty quick. <sighs> you know. I can't, I, I can't help but be proud of AMD. <laughs> I really can't. Yeah. They... Uh it took them six years, but damn, when they finally kicked it up, they kicked hard. Because I remember, I remember hearing the news about it. They were like, all right, we released this, you know, and they, they went into building this probably a while ago, and people asked, and they said, we're working on stuff, and people said, is it going to be, are you going to be working on single core performance? And they said yes, and people were like, holy shit, AMD's actually working about single core performance. Mm-hmm. Like, when we got word that that was officially what they were going to be working on, and they were actually giving a shit about that, people were pretty excited. 
And then it just kept building and building and finally it launched and everyone was just like, oh, it's the best thing for Christmas. It went from this is too good to be true to no, apparently it's better. (laughs) So I'm I'm glad AMD is where they are. I'm really glad it's where they are. And I feel like I've just reiterated myself like six times in a row, but still, I don't give a fuck. I'm happy. (laughs) So anyway, um, as far as CES went. AMD, good job. Keep it up. That's about it. Yeah. Intel didn't bring anything. Intel didn't bring... Sony didn't do Intel anything. Intel didn't really bring anything that was too interesting. I'm now interested to see what the fuck Tiger Lake is supposed to be. Just because... Well, I mean, like... I think the only thing Intel's actually had going for them in the past few years... Even though Ryzen's on a smaller nanometer process and a lot more efficient... Intel's IPC is still alright. Yeah. And, like, I'll, I'll I'll give them that. So, like... Hopefully, they're able to, you know, do all of that sort of stuff. Um, This is an old slide. Apparently, Tiger Lake was supposed to be this year, but Ice Lake came out late last year. (laughs) So, I think they're a little behind. Um, I think the only thing that Intel has actually pushed about Tiger Lake that has been officially kind of like named that people are speculating about is Thunderbolt 4. And if there's anything that I can say that Intel does actually pretty damn well, is Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt actually is pretty good. I feel like that's fair to say. Like, the processors are falling a little behind, especially core counts. They've got a whole bunch of issues, uh, you know, in a few other places. But, like, there are other technologies that they have besides the processors are actually pretty fucking good. Hmm. I mean, people can complain about their SSDs at times. But, like, their Nooks seem to be, seem to be like, a pretty cool little nifty thing. Which, AMD, oh my god, the fact that you announced that you're going into that market. I want to see what happens. Um, you know, you have Optane, which was actually pretty fucking cool. As much as, you know, when people figured out, to a degree, how it worked. Y- yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. PCI-based SSD that effectively works as a RAM stick. Yeah, that seems pretty cool just makes everything faster so you store everything in that off of a hard drive and it just makes everything boot faster that's pretty cool that's pretty cool okay and then thunderbolt just like the, the amount of throughput that they've been able to put in this one port that's based off of what USB-C and all of this these already existing you know like universal standards were was it's actually pretty cool so if anything i'm glad that they're continuing to look into that and if i remember correctly amd has actually been able to get them Certified to work on their shit. It, I don't think it has to be Intel for it to work. So, hoping. Um, and all things considered, Thunderbolt 3 was capable of being able to plug a fucking dedicated GPU outside of your computer and work into your computer. If Yeah, which is still the fucking craziest thing to me in the yeah. world. But yes. So if 4 can do that but better, I'm game. I almost knocked my fucking soda over. <laughs> I'm game. I think that's a pretty cool fucking feature. Yeah, like I, I would, I would like to see more of that. So, man, well, maybe we will. Maybe, hopefully, we will. Know. Um, there was a lot of weird shit that came out of CES. Like I mentioned it earlier, um, modular TVs. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, you hated so, this so much. <laughs> Keck, yeah, Keck showed me a tweet, and it is currently sitting in the place Discord somewhere in no context. It probably got buried at this point, but it was a tweet regarding micro LED TVs. Yeah. And what it was, 
you have this giant panel that is literally just uh, like a bunch of magnets and then you take fucking bricks of screen and attach it into place Mm -hmm. and the tv fills in where you put those bricks it is literally a fucking tv that you can take pieces of the screen out of and replace them which is a really fucking cool idea it's really neat to see happen and i hate it (laughs) i was not ready to see that shit i loved i loved it specifically because i saw it and my brain like it took me like fucking two minutes for my brain to finally put it together of like this isn't an editing trick this is legit technology happening right now i -hmm. saw it now immediately was just like that is the coolest thing in the world and i showed it to you and you like immediately because i was after the conversation of you and parish sitting there talking about like accidentally bumping your screens together because we were talking about like the, the almost no bezel tv yeah and, like cracking it and then i showed that picture and parish was like so you can replace it and you were just like i hate it <laughs> I hate it because my first thought was like, all right, cool. You can put all these little bricks together in the screen to make the screen big and full and you can replace those bricks as they get damaged. My first thought was, I'm going to fucking put that thing up, try and put it together. I'm going to barely fucking tap it. They're all just going to go on the ground. Little Lego. Hold on. Oh my God. My brain. No, quite literally. I wish I had that video on me. It was, I had the fucking image of my mind of like the 3D printed Rubik's Cube that the guy's playing with and then it just shatters. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just waiting for the day that it just, it goes from panels to smaller panels to individual pixels. I'm going to kill somebody if it does that. <laughs> I refuse to take a fucking microscope and goddamn specialized tweezers to try and put my fucking screen together. <laughs> Uh, shit, I got a dead pixel. Just replace it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, let me just pull it out. Fuck, I killed five more. Just fucking, like, pull the dead pixel out, replace it. Do you know how fucking cool that would be? As an idea, that is awesome. In practice, that would be the most tedious bullshit. Now, you just take the filter off, you remove the one pixel, you replace it, put the filter back on. That just... It's gonna happen. I don't want it to. It's gonna happen. Especially if OLED goes goes past that area of having the fucking stupid burn-in. Oh, God. Because at that point, they're all individually backlit by themselves, so you don't have to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just making Brownie uncomfortable thinking about all this shit that you can actually mess with. I just, I hate it. I hate it so much. So, we have all that, which is really nice. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, apparently LG is also introduced like other, like there, there's micro LED, which isn't just like the modularity to it. It's just how the LEDs themselves are handled, um, to like lighting zones. So they're getting to a point where LED is almost to a similar picture quality as OLED, which is good because that means that like we basically found a new format that works really well and is very pretty with downsides, like the same downsides that plasma screens had. And now we're adapting technology around it to make it just as good, if not better. At and, the same and time, that part of it was really cool to see, and I'm happy that's happening. At the same time, with 8K. <laughs> yeah, at the same time, fucking 8K. Or potentially higher if people decide to be fucking insane. I just love the fact that we're getting TVs and like everything. 
almost everything that was displayed TV-wise this year at CES was 8K. And we're over here, like, the only thing that we know that's around the corner that's actually being broadcasted in 8K is the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and all this shit pushing for 8K. 4K isn't even reasonably, like, part of the market yet. Not many like, people 4K, are using it. Yeah, 4K has been available nobody's using it now they're pushing 8k and it's just like we haven't even fucking adapted this new resolution what the hell's wrong with you i mean to a degree i think 4k tvs is more adapted than you know like 4k monitors for pcs yeah that's fair in like general viewing for televisions 4k is definitely like a bigger thing (sighs) considering that you can go to I can literally drive down to Bay right now and pick up a 4k 43 inch tv Two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> which you know, for PCs, you would look at that and go like, "That's a lot for a monitor." But for like a TV for your household, especially forty-three inches, you'd be like, "Yeah, that's cool." You guys should be kind of amazed at the price. Mm-hmm. I did that actually fairly recently with Sassy because she she got a new TV um, in her place, which is a four K TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I feel like four K, when at least it comes to TVs, is very common more often than not now actually the tv downstairs i I, I think about that's in my living room is um 4k the one that's okay the tv that's sitting right behind me displaying a clock on it right now is 4k it's also smarter than i am which is something i hate okay i was gonna ask questions but i'm not going to (laughs) the tv that's sitting behind my monitor currently um because I have a chair on the other side over there, and it's supposed to be like a you can play stuff on it TV, but it I have it hasn't been on since we <laughs> installed the cable box. <laughs> um, that's only 1080p, but you can get like I'm pretty sure you can get a 1080p TV for fucking stupid cheap now. Why did this not? There we go. I actually think it's the opposite. My because they're becoming so rare. And the fact that they just aren't fucking made anymore. I have a feeling that the like They're price has jumped up. They're still made. Randy, I found I, I found a seven twenty P TV to buy at Best Buy. The fuck ow. Yeah. They still make seven twenty P TVs. What am I thinking of? That's no longer made three D TVs. That's what I was thinking. Three D three D is a dead gimmick. Yeah. Uh, those things those are dead. That's uh, what I was thinking of. Those things are like thousands of dollars if you still want to get one. Ten eighty P TV. If I want to go to the store right now. I could drive down to Best Buy, which is not too far from where where I live right now. A 22-inch 1080p HD TV. 20 bucks. 70 bucks. I wasn't far off, actually. 70 bucks. And that's for 22 inches. Most of the ones that are popping up right immediately in a Google search are like 30 plus. And that's, I mean, pretty ridiculous. (laughs) You know, I think about it. There was a fucking 50-inch Back in uh, my hometown when I was there for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Holiday sale. It was 105 bucks. Jesus. 1080p, 50-inch screen. It was stupid. Yep. Oh, shit. Sorry. Whoa, what was that? Uh, that was me clinking two things together I shouldn't have. Don't clink things together. I'm not trying to. I, I missed. Or I Clang. guess I didn't. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, probably. You remember how I said about the 720p TV? <laughs> Yeah. It's a 32-inch one. How much? It's $129. It's, mm. it's because it has fucking, uh, like, fucking, um, uh, 
the, the the it's the Fire TV that Amazon does, and it comes with a free Echo Dot. Mm, I don't think okay. that's free, considering how price. <laughs> yeah, sure. That TV is totally one hundred twenty dollars, and the Echo Dot is free. Yep, yep. I love it. It's fantastic. I I just find it absolutely hilarious that we're in an area where like yeah, 4K is actually normal for TVs, but that's probably why consoles all jumped to 4K and they were like, oh, we're gonna do like true 4K and stuff like that. And everyone's like, huh, PCs can't even do that. No, it's because most fucking people don't play on 4K on PC because having a having a actual decent um, response time on a monitor at 4K still kind of hard to do. <laughs> at least it was for a while. And now we have 4K monitors coming out that were shown at CES that are capable of 144 hertz. I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah, 4K might become a lot more of a norm in the PC world, but yeah, eh. um, I just I feel like you get to a certain size of screen and it just it's not worth it. I honestly anything like for computer screens, like 27 inches. Uh-huh. Once you hit 4K, everything above it is going to be like not noticeable. Quite literally, people have been playing 4K on some games. And they're like, yeah, I turned anti-aliasing off because I couldn't fucking notice a difference. <laughs> so, you know, fuck it. Whatever. Who, like, it's it's going to become normal. And then anything over that, like, honestly, anything over 4K for 27 inches isn't going to make a difference. TVs? Yeah, I can see a difference if you're dealing with 70 fucking inches. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that's 70 inches versus 27. Yeah. Granted, I've stood in front of a, like... I think the biggest one was like 102 inches. Oh, Jesus. Like, they get big. Yeah, in 4K, when you're at 102 inches, you can actually see the pixels. <laughs> you can actually, like, lean in and see the pixels. So, yeah, yeah, I could see 8K, like, benefiting that. But there's a point where, like, and people have been saying this for a while, 4K on laptops is redundant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, we put 4K on this laptop screen. All right, so when I go and I launch it, because they have a thing in Windows 10 where you go to your display settings and you can see your you can see your monitor and when you scroll down there's a scale and layout and every time I've been on a 4K on a laptop whether I've plugged it into a TV or something or you know I've seen people review it it's always at 200% <laughs> mm-hmm. so in other words 1080p but we wanted to check off a box so I don't know I don't know man 4K in laptops is silly. It just, you won't notice a difference. 4K in, you know, 24 to 27 inch monitors or bigger. Sure. You'll notice a fucking difference. Anything about that? (laughs) You'll notice the screen get less bright. (laughs) Because now there's less light between the pixels to actually shine through. So. If you really want that lighting difference, which you really don't fucking need it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Yeah, no, man, it's, just, it's weird. Anyway, um, so we had that. We had CES, which was crazy. We have them. Oh, yeah, the modular PCs. Modular, modular like, laptop-esque sort of PCs. I think it's a cool idea. It's a cool idea, and like I was telling you, like, it's something that I had been thinking about for a long, long time, and it even, like, bounced around the idea with an old friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, man, it'd be so cool if you could literally just slide these components in and out of a computer. Now that I've seen it, yeah, put it back. Let it stew longer. <laughs> I don't want it. To be fair, did you see? I'm not the, ready. Did you see the original version? Yes, that was cool looking. It, it really was. It looked futuristic, but at the same time, it was a little unrealistic. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, but how the fuck are you cooling a CPU in a tube? 
bring out the tube. <laughs> like, I like the implementation they have just because it's very simple. You pull a drawer out. I just equated, equated it to a drawer. Oh, God, we're going to be having these things in desks. Uh, <laughs> pull the drawer out. Put the put the processor in with the RAM and all the stuff in there. Put the GPU in and an M.2. So you have one screw. Actually, technically, they could probably sell an M.2 in a fucking another slot thing. So mm-hmm. potentially no screws. Slot, 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 close. Or slot, 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 plug the graphics card in, close, turn on. I'm down for you it. You know what I hate about you comparing it to a drawer? What? I can't wait to have a water-cooled desk. But you can already. There's case manufacturers that literally make desks as PC cases. So you could have a water-cooled desk. Do you know Level 1 Techs? Yeah. The Linux machine that they have mm-hmm. is a desk <laughs> with a monitor inside the desk. <laughs> I'm surprised you haven't heard about this. I had not. And uh, yeah, I'm... How do you this keep like finding ways old. to fucking upset me? <laughs> I'm an old uh, fucking man. I'm not ready for all this goddamn tech. You're a year younger than me. I am an old man. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I like that stuff. There was a whole lot of weird car shit that happened as well. We don't need to get into that because we didn't. We know nothing about cars. <laughs> Listen, if it's past the fucking nineteen eighties, I truly know nothing about it. Yeah, honestly. I don't I'm not a I don't know like cars very well. I like I I like looking at cars and I like seeing a difference of cars. I like seeing design of cars. Internals over my head. Like seriously over my head. I mean if you You can give me spec sheets. But everything else is over my head. Yeah, I was gonna say, like if you want to talk internals of like the nineteen seventy two 280z Datsun. I could totally talk to you about for hours on that. You know, I worked on one personally, <coughs> but uh, oh, cool. <laughs> like I said, if it's past the 1980s when they started putting computers in cars, mm-mm. I'm sorry, yeah. I never learned that shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that, it's really interesting when they started putting computers into cars because I that got at a weird time, like a lot earlier than a lot of people think. Yeah, they think that's more recent. No. no. I guess it's been there for a while. It was around the 1980s is when they first did it, but uh, and not surprised by that. It's a very good system to have, especially when you can just plug something in and get a code and go. Oh, that's the problem. All right, let me die, let me uh, fix that. Yeah, that is that is the one super fucking useful thing that came out of it. You don't have to goddamn yeah. fucking manually test everything. Yep. Uh, I'm just I'm scrolling back through no context to see some of the other stuff that I. Oh, I just remembered something. Is it the square toilet? Related, but no. <laughs> Is it the flying umbrella? <laughs> the flying umbrella was really cool. Okay, I like that. That was that was an interesting idea. Granted, you, it's like I imagine that it's noisy. Yeah, that, you, I'm sorry. You said you said it was related to the square toilet, and the first thing I thought of was Parish. And like, if there's a flying toilet, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a flying toilet, I'm down. No, no, no. Remember, you gotta get you gotta get yourself equipped with that smart diaper. Oh God, damn it. <laughs> CES is a mixture of that's really cool and but why though? But why did you make this? I'm sorry, I don't need a diaper that'll ping my phone when I shit myself. Yeah. Stool detection. Uh 
Though I'm pretty sure that would ping someone else's phone, like a caretaker. <laughs> Can you imagine being the guy in the office that has to deal with a bunch of elderly people and just getting a fucking like ping on your desktop? A patient zero shat himself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not surprised because in that facet, when you have to take care of like 20 to 30 people on a daily basis, having something like that, probably not a bad idea. Like, now, now that you put it into a practical sense, it does have its uses and there is a mm-hmm. good reason for it to exist. But when I, we first saw it, it was just like, why? <laughs> and more importantly, why are you showing this to consumers? <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know anybody. I don't know if people, like, I know people who have to wear adult diapers. God bless them. I don't know anybody who would go to the store and be like, oh man, a smart diaper. How fucking much would that be, too? It's a real question. The silence. I, I don't want to imagine. I also, that's the uh, other thing. It was like, the smart diaper, okay. It, it, it only looked like it came in, like, adult form. It didn't look like it came in, like, Babies? If it came, if it came in a baby form, oh, that shit would be selling like hotcakes. Yeah, that's man. the thing. Like I'm thinking about now is like I didn't see it come in any other size. But if it like was something that was available for infants, like you could have a smart okay. diaper on your baby, that'd be brilliant. Okay, <laughs> this is about to come out of my mouth. Would you want to strap an electronic apparatus to a baby's ass or a dude who's probably still wearing a pacemaker? <laughs> honestly the baby because like me personally yeah, baby can deal with it for a little bit it's fine it's okay the elderly guy <laughs> you know already got like machines and shit probably strapped to him to some case or like maybe like you know a hearing aid he's already got electronics in his system at this point he already knows what technology is capable of yeah sure versus the baby who's going to randomly make a misadventure into the pool <laughs> you see what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I see your point yeah yeah it, it's quite literally fucking um it's the i don't remember the name of the game where you have to like literally one of the players is the baby trying to kill themselves oh god what is that game <laughs> but called? you're strapped but you're strapping the battery to their ass <laughs> fucking uh dad simulator or whatever it was something like that yeah i i know exactly what you're talking about and yeah fucking like we gotta put pl- we literally have to put plugs into like sockets so these kids aren't electrocuting themselves and you wanna strap a battery to his ass <laughs> 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 Like that's gonna go poorly real quick. You know someone's gonna do it. <laughs> oh I know. Like it's 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 God damn it. <laughs> I love how I say, like, I brought it up, and you're like, but it'll be fine. And, like, I start to, like, really break it down. You're like, maybe. <laughs> like, again, you're, this is the reason why you need to be in the office when somebody brings up these ideas. Because you're the fucker yeah. who sits there, overanalyzes everything, and is just like, no, this is a horrible idea. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. Um, There's a lot of other stuff in CES. Like, I'm actually scrolling through the no contact zone. There was... There's stuff in here that I actually remember posting in here that was actually like, I thought it was cool. Like the actual smartwatch that wraps around the entirety of your wrist and is basically like a almost the same screen size as your phone. Yeah. Like. As much as I think bothered me because it's a screen that bends, it's nothing new. 
they've yeah. had bending screens and even bending phones before, so it's one of those things of like, I still don't like it because it makes me uncomfortable, but I mean, it's good technology, and the damn thing looked fucking phenomenal performance-wise. It looks sleek as fuck. Yeah. I like it. It's sleek. Like, you can design it to go like with your outfit, so... It's it's got a whole bunch of options to it. My 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 only worry is what happens if like you go to catch a door because it's closing too much and it just shatters the fucking thing on impact. <laughs> Cause you know that shit's gonna happen every every once in a while. Again, by fear of wearing technology, which I do every day, so I have no right to talk. But yeah, you know it actually like changes size depending on which way you're looking at it. So like it, it'll actually tell which way's up. So that I mean that's cool. It's cool. I think it's actually a cool idea, and especially since um, the screen isn't, you know, the size of a tiny tile. Yeah, um, it's well-designed. You can read it. It's, like, it's well-designed, it's well-maintained, like, ultimately, it looks like a really fucking cool idea. Yeah. And I think it's going to see a lot of use. I just, it, it personally bothers me. <laughs> it's, it's almost so futuristic that you're not sure if it's going to be unrealistic or it's going to change the entirety of how things look in like 10 years. You never know. Actually, sooner than that. Uh, yeah, like sooner than that with how technology has been advancing. Yeah, with how things have been advancing uh, like three years. And like at the like the, the longest. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I scrolled up. What'd you see? The, the 2,000 drones. Oh, yeah, the fucking 2,000 drones that lifted and carried a bus. A fucking 40-ton truck. 40-ton truck and it moved so quickly in the span of like a couple of seconds like yeah, they, they got act- it up it sounded like a fucking horde of like wasps and it, it just whoop, moves the truck it's terrifying how far like little household drones have come yeah and then there was the um the tattoo printer the temporary tattoo printer yeah i don't i it would be interesting if they make that permanent but or yeah. if they have a permanent variant and they were just using temporary as like a showcase, but they're working on permanent at some point. I'm pretty sure, but like at least for the time being, like a, a temporary one for like proof of concept is it's pretty fucking solid considering how fast it was able to do pretty intricate designs. Yeah, it, it was really cool because it's just it's basically a handheld like um, what are those stupid things like card reader almost screen yeah. on the front. You select the image you want, let it process, and you run it across somebody's like arm or something like that, and then just boom, image. <laughs> oh, it was great. And then we had like we had Audi with the fucking car that looked ridiculous. Oh my god. Like kinda cool but kinda ridiculous. Um there was the <laughs> the, the scooter for um people in wheelchairs. Oh yes, the half a car. <laughs> the half a car. It's a cool idea, but and especially for like low cost like mobility. Oh yeah, pretty cool. Um, especially for being know. street legal of all things. Yeah, um, you know there's the whole like all of the TVs that are going on. Um, there's the umbrella that we saw, the modularity on TVs, the square toilet, which is a smart toilet. I don't know how it's smart. I don't want to know. Oh, and the smart desk, the brick of a desk. <laughs> smart desk what was it like the fucking like end table coffee table whatever the fuck it was with like a fridge built in that's voice activated oh 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 coffee table yeah yeah the coffee table the fucking 
giant brick of a coffee table that's got a built-in fridge that's voice activated that like the we kept joking was gonna fridge. be able to figure out when you're drunk and be like no you're not allowed to have any more beer the the the, the, the built-in fridge built-in wireless charger built-in like fucking six speaker you know sound system built-in light show voice activated and it ended up being like two hundred dollars I, I think it was like four hundred dollars or something like that like it was like two to three hundred dollars a coffee table like the price of like a reason like you know a, a well-made coffee table and i'm sitting there like okay you know i was you had me laugh at you until you said the price and once you said the price yeah, i'm actually on board it's actually you know reasonable <laughs> for a co- for a fucking coffee table to be able to do all of that and the main price you're asking for is basically let's see there's speakers chargers a fridge it's voice activated oh yeah and it's a table three hundred dollars yeah that sounds about right like (sighs) i hate that it actually sounds like a good buy it actually sounds like a good buy for that price like that's all right there was the (laughs) there was the self the self takeout trash oh my god the fucking Roomba (laughs) trash can (laughs) I loved that. That was the first thing that we saw, and I absolutely adored it. And then, because we went through the bezel-less TV, and I, I, I saw the picture of that I posted in that, and there's no bezel. And you were like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like three posts later, I was like, there's a TV that fucking, you know, like it's modular, and you were just like, kill it. <laughs> but the one that we both forgot about, because I just saw it again. Okay. The computer... The computer in a contact lens. Mm, I did forget about that. I completely forgot that they did that. The fucking... What is it? Camera, video recorder, audio recorder, computer chip in a contact yep. lens? Record videos, surf the web. Oh, I forgot that enable was a faci- Enable facial and object recognition and take photos. All in your contact. My first thought at that is I cannot wait for somebody burn their eye out from using a goddamn computer on their fucking cornea. Honestly, my first thought is we're one step closer to being Iron Man without a suit. Yeah. Like, if it works the way they present it as working, that's yep. fucking cool. Assuming, of course, it has actually gone through all of the testing and isn't just this, hey, we came up with this idea. We got a working variant of it. We don't know how safe it is. Mm-hmm. I think... It's a cool idea. I think it could... I, I think it could be actually used for a lot of good. I think it really could help people out. Um, especially with, you know, some more awkward or other things. I mean, hell, even um, <laughs> comparison shopping without being on your phone would be actually really funny to do in a store. It really Just would, like, I found it cheaper somewhere else. Where else would you find it cheaper? And then you pull out your phone. <laughs> Like, I think it's a cool idea because, like, when when they initially announced shit, like, way back at, way back when they did, like, Google Glass shit, it was like, that's a cool idea, but I have to wear stupid-ass glasses doing it? Now this is on your fucking eye now. Yeah, it's just, it's on your eye, which, to be fair, if it does work and it does do what it's supposed to do, it, you know, they get it past the stage where there's problems and it just functions as intended, which I'm really mm-hmm. curious as to how that thing is supposed to have battery but you know i was about to ask the same fucking yeah, thing I, like i'm really i'm really curious how that thing holds charge how long it lasts and things of that nature but assuming they figure all of that out and it works 
that will do redefine you, the idea of AR. Do you think that there's a potential that we get so power efficient with some of these things that technically the innate charge that we have in our bodies could actually power it better than we could? I was actually thinking that. Like, if the electrical <laughs> charge just coming off of your own body is enough to, like, run that Keep it thing. going. Yeah. That's, that's sci-fi on another level. That is... Hmm. If we actually hit that point, I'm going to be scared. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be both intrigued and very scared, because that sounds amazing. And considering that, you know, I already know my vision's kind of not the best, and I need glasses and or contacts. If I had the capability of getting those contacts, oh, you fucking bet I would. <laughs> <laughs> that would be legit. Also, classrooms would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Yeah, because you can't tell a kid who needs contacts to take his contacts out. No. You know someone's going to watch porn in class. Like, like kids already don't. Come on. Yeah, exactly. But you can't tell. What are you going to do? Look him, like, really far into the eyes to see what he's watching? To see the reflection. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Stop watching Sasha Gray. How did you know I can see that butt from a billion miles away, boy? <laughs> you think I haven't spanked that to the end of the earth? Uh, yeah, there's a plethora of cool shit that came out of CES. You would have to have networks out the wazoo checking this shit. <laughs> Any, anyway. <laughs> weird. We've definitely crossed the realm into weird. Yeah. Um, But, like, there, there was cool stuff that came out of CES, and... Not much of anything else, because supposedly Xbox was supposed to be there. I don't know if they actually said anything. So I haven't seen anything about a presentation from them. I haven't seen anything from like their Twitter or anything. Excuse me, like yeah. that nature. So like, I'm assuming nothing was said or done. But um, as far as that goes for CS, the only other thing we really have to talk about is fighting games. Yay! Oh, God. We haven't even touched that. Nope. Okay, so, um... Street Fighter. Street Fighter V has had a revelation uh, bestowed upon it fairly recently. Um, and this came up on the Street Fighter subreddit as of five hours ago, I think. Actually, let me refresh it to be sure. Than they, eight hours ago. So, eight hours ago... It's as we're recording this, it's like one forty six in the morning, but that's that's what around the same time I was streaming technically. Let's see, because my brain can't do fucking math. It was, to it was about when it comes to time. Five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, January eighth. So when it was released, okay. Yeah. So literally an hour before, like an hour after I started streaming. That someone released a uh, patch, a unofficial patch to fix the Street Fighter V netcode for PC. And what they found when trying to do so was that there's a bug in the netcode. And this is from their perspective, so we don't, I'm, not, I'm going to take it with a small grain of salt, despite the fact that I have seen enough of Street Fighter's fucking netcode to believe this. That there is, since the game operates on a four-frame delay between both users, it used to be eight previously, but they actually cut it down because it was ridiculous, the netcode has never really held up. 
in Street Fighter V. And what this guy or girl, I don't know, um, you know, whoever they are, um, found that they supposed to synchronize clocks with each other and that's how you do the netcode. But what ends up happening is that there's a bug here or there where someone ends up falling behind. It doesn't always happen, but it can happen. And when it does, it creates what we perceive as lag, but isn't technically lag because you're not actually losing connection to this person or your connection's not actually being tested anymore. It's the same. The game just had a moment where it snapped out of sync. And when it snaps out of sync, you're getting inputs from stuff that's supposed to be happening two seconds before, before, which starts making it laggy for you. And the other person is getting a seamless connection, like nothing ever happened. So suddenly, think about all the games that you won where someone threw something completely fucking stupid and realize they could have been hit with a burst of lag randomly. This was apparently a bug that has existed for four years. This guy built source code and threw it into Street Fighter V. And a bunch of people started testing it and found that if both players on PC, this only works on PC as far as we know for right now, if both players have it on PC and have the files installed and play each other, they don't get out of sync. Which means five bar connections are now almost perfect. Four bar connections have very little, if no lag at all. And three bar connections are playable. It's only when you start thinking two and one bar connections, which is where you'd reasonably assume that the game wouldn't really work very well, that it starts to actually have issues again. Because at that point, the connection isn't strong enough to support a constant sync where it actually has to skip every once in a while. And that's fine. But the main problem was that as the game stands currently, in its official state, it can desync between two players, even with perfect fucking connection. And that's where we get the, that's not truly a five bar thing that everyone's been throwing around for the longest time. Capcom's let this happen for four years. I don't even think they tested this. Yeah, and it took some random Redditor to make this patch to get the fucking online to function how it was supposed to. So realistically, when it comes down to it, the netcode, if it actually functioned the way it was supposed to, wasn't bad. But there's a bug in it. (laughs) (laughs) There's a bug in it, and it didn't function like it was supposed to. So it's bad. I find it fucking ridiculous that this is a thing. Like, of all the things... Of all the things that this game already had not going in its favor. The fact that you actually programmed all right netcode. Honestly, it's still the same like style of netcode that they were trying that, that like you know you kind of get on the tin anyways. That's has some issues here and there. But the fact that it in it itself wasn't actually terrible netcode once you fixed this bug. Or at least more serviceable of a netcode when you actually fixed this bug than what you got and you haven't made an effort to fix it, just makes me really, really upset with Capcom. And knowing that we're going to be getting the 40th character in February, which is Seth, which could potentially be the last character we get for Street Fighter V before a Street Fighter VI announcement or something else along those lines, 
I would hope that Copcom sees what is going on here and actually makes an effort to fix it for a game that is literally being toted as now the champion edition with a tournament mode built into it. Because if we're going to have a tournament mode built into the fucking game, fix the netcode. Please. It's one of those things where we said fix the netcode because we thought the netcode was bad. We said replace the netcode. No, now we just need you to fix the base netcode, which someone's done the work for you. Just figure it out how to do it between PS4 and PC and you got yourself a fucking alright game again. Holy shit. Oh my god, I can't wait to tell Lux about this. Right? Because the moment, we say, shit. the moment we say this, he's going to be like, that explains so much, and I hate that this is a thing. Mm-hmm. The second we say something. Now, on to fighting games and being the champion games that they are. You introduced me to something. You fucking animal. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of animals. animals. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently... Uh, our, our our friend here, Brownie, had no idea of what Fight of Animals was. I had no clue that it was a thing, that it existed, and, and now that $6? I've seen that it's six dollars, and now that I've seen what the newest character for the game is, I'm ready to blow six dollars on this stupid fucking game just so I, I can main Long cl- Long Cat, Slender Cat, Slender Cat. Right. Excuse me. Um. And the fact that it's six dollars, six dollars, and has with the best net code currently available. With yeah, with GGPO, who the guy who made that is working with Riot to make their fighting game. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm. I just had a realization with saying that <laughs> that Riot's the gonna moment, have a great fighting game. The moment that Riot's gonna come out and maybe not have the best fighting game mechanics, may not have the best roster at launch. They're probably going to launch free. Let's be honest. It's it's Riot. They it's don't Riot, seem yeah. to make you pay for games. They're going to make you pay for everything else, like characters by playing the game or whatever, and cosmetics. They're gonna they're they're gonna win purely on the fact that they have the best netcode in the industry. And you know what makes me upset about that? Speak. I am pretty damn sure most of the developers are not going to acknowledge that part. They're going to think it's the free part. They're going to think it's the cosmetics part. They're going to think it's everything else, not the netcode. And we'll be sitting here screaming, it's the netcode, and they won't listen. They're going to wonder why. Why is League of Legends fighting game pulling so many numbers in the West, the, you know, the, the, the close West, the far West, the even farther West? <laughs> because let's be honest, I love, I love Japan. I love Korea, and I love a lot of their cultures. They kind of exist in a bubble. <laughs> yeah. Korea less so. Korea much less so. Japan very much. And they consider everything that isn't Japan the West. <laughs> so you have the close West, the far West, and the farther West. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm wrong in that case, but it's basically what it is, because everything relative to their position... Unless, you know, you want to go the other direction on the fucking globe. Um, is basically west to them. So, who knows? I would actually like to see good netcode come from Riot and a good a good game. Because I, I feel like, considering the people who are working behind it are fans of stuff like Street Fighter and Arc System Works games, um, that they could probably put together a solid fighting game. And knowing... I want to say knowing the quality of Riot, but... Mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> a yeah. game that's existed since 2011, 2012? Went from your feet look like triangles to what it is now. They're good at continuously updating. <laughs> oh, yeah, and putting so many skins in the goddamn game that, like... <sighs> Have they retired skins yet? <laughs> nope. But that does that does lead to one good point about this game. Uh, Cosmetics for it and the different costumes you can have on your characters are going to be fucking sick. Yeah. I just wonder how it's all going to run. There's that, and then we have all the fucking um, independent, slightly independent uh, games that are coming out for them, like all the little stories from League of Legends, the Echo story and the, um, uh, what the fuck is, Thrush's story. Mm -hmm. That, like, um, Airship Syndicate, Joe Mad, love that guy. Uh, is working on and all that sort of stuff like I, I actually like the fact that riot's going the way they are because it feels like fuck it i'm gonna just say it this is what blizzard should have been <laughs> yeah that that's fair I'm, I'm excited to see their shooter and what happens yeah. with it i'm just excited to see what they what, what they pull yeah mm. it'll, it'll be interesting to see riot games like become riot games not league of legends yeah honestly that, 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 that was a thought i just had do you think we're gonna see him at e3 you know now that you say that, I hope we do. I don't I know really if we're we going do. to. I hope we do. I don't know where we'd see them, but I hope we do. We're going to see a crash Blizzard's fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Blizzard doesn't go to E3. Do they not? They don't. Fuck. Yeah, they just have BlizzClown. Clown. Clown. It might as well be at this point. BlizzClown. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But anyway, I think that's all we've got for the, uh, the moment. Yeah, to be fair, we did gush a lot about AMD. <laughs> a lot. Like, to be I fair, know, like, they earned it. They did. And I know, like, you're definitely in their camp a lot. You're running both AMD. Yay! I, I run AMD. NVIDIA, but it's expensive. Fair. Granted, you have more of a reason to run AMD, but you are running both AMD, and you're very much like, go AMD, go. Yeah. Go AMD, go, go! <laughs> I'm just... Fuck. Fuck. Don't make me do it. Do it. I'm gonna make that clip. I'm gonna have to make that clip of just Broly's rising out of the fucking mountain with the rising fucking chip on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to. I want to. There's so many. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to just make like a separate account of just meme shit and just make weird, weird fucking off the wall shit that's like two or three seconds long. Mm -hmm. Just little gifs. Um, but yeah, no, like we we definitely gushed over AMD, and as I said, you know, you're running AMD Threadripper, and you have the Vega sixty four. Yes. And I'm over here with AMD's Ryzen, their first gen Ryzen. You have the second gen uh, Threadripper. Mm -hmm. And I'm running a NVIDIA graphics card. But then again, I'm streaming on a regular basis where quality fucking matters to me. So I definitely went for the high end. <laughs> so, yeah. I think that's just about all we have to say for this week. And even then, we I, I think we pumped out quite a lengthy episode for everyone who's listening. Thankfully, CS gave us, you know, <laughs> a good bit to talk about. We didn't expect to go on with AMD as long as we did. But I mean, hey. A lot of cool stuff from CES. A lot of weird stuff from CES. A lot of... But why, though? Why do we need 360 hertz? I don't understand. Um, That's something we didn't even touch but, on. But anyway. We 
we didn't touch on, but let's be honest, most people on the internet have already touched on it and gave it a billion different two cents. Yeah. It's a really high refresh rate monitor. It's more for esports gamers. Don't know why it was marketed so heavily, in all honesty. Anyways, that's going to be it from us. So thank you guys for joining us today. And again, if you enjoy uh, the place and you want to, I don't know, support it. I don't really have a, we don't really have a way of supporting the place at the moment. We're kind of just like, hey, join our Discord. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter. Um, it's kind of what we do. We kind of do this as, as a free time project at the moment that we're trying to build up. Um, and we, we, we kicked around the idea of doing it. We just started doing it. And now we're technically, this is the 15th episode that would be uploading. Yeah. 15. So, woo. Holy shit. <laughs> we definitely need to get a guest on here. Um, some, I, I think, I think we're, we're going to have a better time trying to do that next month at some point. Yeah. Um, so we're definitely gonna have to get a guest on here, but that's it from us. Uh, like I said, if you guys want to join, join our discord, talk to us cause we're hanging out in there pretty often almost nightly at this point mm-hmm. it's a fucking ritual um and you know do click the discord in the description uh you could find us on twitter as well it's also in the description but if you are i don't know on your phone or something you can find us at the place underscore cast or you can find me on twitter at at uh doc underscore keck i have to use underscore so fucking often it pisses me off yeah why must there actually be a dr keck out there um, Bastard Ronnie, you're technically on Twitter, but you don't really end up posting much. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Don't look for me. Don't fucking look for me. It's not. It's not hard to find it, but just don't look for him. <laughs> um. So yeah, if you want to do that, do that. Uh, if you want to leave feedback, you can definitely do it on Discord page. Um. But until next time, I've been Doctor Keck, and I have been Deceptive Brownie, and we will see you guys next time. Y'all have a good night or morning. Have a day. Hibli.